0: I suppose I do litter the streets with a lot of corpses, although I try to leave them in tucked out of the way places.
1: Welcome to the Rock, Paper, Shotgun, Electronic, Wireless show. I'm Brendan. Uh, this is episode 21. It's the 26th of October, when you're hearing this, probably. And
0: I have Alec Meer with me. Hello. I'm just back from holiday, trying to think about video games, and I haven't played any for ages.
2: This is going to be fine.
0: It's going to be okay. We've also got
1: Matt Cox with us, who plays loads of games.
2: Hello. I've played at least two
1: at least two games in your life. Both of them are bejeweled. <laughs> bejeweled and what well, I can't even think of a sequel for Bejeweled. Bejeweled Advanced.
0: Bejeweled two, legend of the Bejeweled.
2: Bejeweled Revelations.
0: Bejeweled Origins. Alright, stop. Sorry.
1: We are talking this week about guilty pleasures. What do we
0: mean when we say guilty pleasures? I, um I guess it's games that are sort of not necessarily terrible but you know they're not you're not gonna be proudly editorializing or tweeting about how amazing they are you're just sort of playing them just for fun with a certain awareness that they may be a little bit schlocky or cheesetastic or otherwise deeply disposable
1: yeah so something for me it's something that to differentiate this from a podcast we did a couple of weeks ago about binge gaming. It's not something you necessarily come away with feeling bad, but something that you might be slightly ashamed to explain to another person. Does that make sense? Yeah,
0: not even fully ashamed
1: um, but just a little bit you know you'll explain it, but you'll you'll feel in your in your human heart that maybe this person won't understand you. I have yeah,
2: stuff yeah. that I'm fully ashamed of. I'll I'll cut to that. As it well, mostly as a child though, that's my main example.
0: It's it's pot noodle video games, basically, isn't it? You know it's indefensible, but you're kind of okay with it on a personal level. Doesn't mean you'll brag about it, but you will eat that pot noodle.
1: Yeah. I think we should I think we should clarify that you shouldn't be ashamed of anything you play. It's they're video games, don't worry about it, you know, if you play the worst trash in the world. You know, if you do play a Bejeweled, just keep doing that. It's fine. Matching three is nice. (laughs) So we're going to do that. Uh, I'm going to ask you, Alec, to give us some examples of what makes
0: you feel shame, guilt, or a certain kind of societal fear. (laughs) I'll do what's kind of the, the ur game for this kind of thing. We put it in the tweet about this as well. It's Assassin's Creed games. Like, I curl my lip at Assassin's Creed games a lot but I think there's only one I haven't played and for everyone that I have played I haven't disliked the experience and it has got into sort of 30 hours or so and I've enjoyed climbing up things and stabbing men and getting slightly better weapons and some gold that makes the little dilapidated shop look a little better and the same thing every single time apart from that uh, genuinely great one the number four was it the pirates one uh, and I go into them knowing they're the same experience, and that I will have very little to say about them critically. And all my my game journalist cap and badge needs to be sort of uh, handed in because of this admission that you well, know there's you put in the drawer yeah, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're suspended. Um, but you know this. New you're suspended. One. <laughs> go and play Assassin's <laughs> Creed. <laughs> yeah, this new one's coming up, and I'm. I had a year off. the The last one was the last one I didn't play. They had a year off as well, so I think there's two years worth of Assassin's Creed I've missed. And i really kind of jonesing for a little little bit now. I don't expect great things, even though I'm sure they've gone away and thought about how to make their fundamentally identical monolithic ship turn around. I'm sure it's going to be fundamentally the same experience with a few extra bells and whistles. And now I'm kind of, I want to do that. I want to climb on some stuff and jump into some hay, hay bales. And that sounds really nice, but I will have nothing whatsoever to say about the 30 hours I will play it for afterwards
2: I get that, I think about an Assassin's Creed game every two years is about right for me, that's that's when I reset
1: that's the limit but no I totally get it, I get the idea that you can just forget about what we can forget about work and covering the game as a game and just go and play it uh, what would yours Matt be?
2: Well, I was going to mention my real guilty pleasure, which was when I was uh, like 10 or 11 and I used to spend hours picking flax in RuneScape, which is just, it's such a nothing activity. Like what what you do is there was a bank <laughs> and then a mi- like two minutes walk away from that bank, there was just a field of flax and then you'd spend 20 minutes picking up the flax from the ground. That's all there was to that. And you walk back <laughs> to the bank. <laughs> and you go back to the field a few more times and then you would sell your flax to, to other people in the bank. And um when you got really into it, you'd start looking for like there were things you could do where if you typed the right thing, your message would appear in like flashing yellow and so that your your advertisement uh Appeared more prominently with the dozens of other people who were also selling wax.
0: <laughs> what do, sorry, so you're... what what do plaques actually do? Did you say that at the start? I got lost in the process. Uh, no, I didn't.
2: It. And I think, I think when I was doing it, I didn't even know. I just knew that some other players wanted this for some reason. I think it's crafting arrows or, or something. I do you know? I never actually fully knew
0: this is the british thing isn't it that there's a queue i must join it even though i have no idea as to its purpose therefore i will join these people in listlessly making plaques because it's the done thing are you saying flax or plaques what's going on here it's it's flax oh f-l-a-x like the 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 fiber yes okay right i thought you said plaques as in little signs I thought so too and I was like why are you why are you mining small
1: trophies from the ground <laughs> like that
2: would have been but, marginally more interesting <laughs> uh that
1: that science yeah no I get that I used to do the exact same thing in um it was a game called Dofus it's like a cartoon oh, MMO Oh that one yeah Yeah you do the, the same French thing one. you just kind of you just chop down as much of the crop as you can and then go and stand in time with your bag out and say, come and buy my crappy thing that everybody else has. I'm selling it for
0: marginally cheaper. Is this is this really yeah. guilty pleasure stuff or is this more proving that our human brains are just as susceptible to skinner boxes as rats are? <laughs> it
1: could be. Certainly
2: my 10-year-old brain was. I don't think I quite stoop to it now.
1: You see, at least your guilt. I don't know if that qualifies, though, because that guilty pleasure is a little bit productive in a way. I mean, it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> but but it has the it has the illusion of productivity. You're 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 gaining something and selling it, and then you know your number is going up. It's fine.
2: It's true. There's there's no other way. I could have afforded a set of rune armor.
0: Was it a a pleasure though to use kind of the other operative part? of the phrase. Did you enjoy it? I can almost picture you with a sort of mild sense of panic of I have got to do this or or,
2: or I'm gonna miss something. Whereas I mean it it's it's a it's a period in which time passes. <laughs> <laughs> I can say that it's about the it. worst recommendation for a game. <laughs> <The worst.
1: laughs> it makes time pass. It <laughs> sure does Oh, okay. Well, there's gotta be a, there's gotta be another one. There's gotta yeah. Be more.
2: Um, well, I was going to mention um, Destiny, which you and I recently uh, had a chat about.
1: But that's the same thing, Matt. <laughs> it's the same thing.
2: No. Well, okay. Well, so there's the loot grinding aspect to it as well, um, which yeah, I, I do I do enjoy, but I don't get I do, I don't quite commit to that in quite the same way that I know some people do. What I really mean is, is the story and how I enjoy the stupid sci-fi nonsense and how even though it's incredibly dumb and clichéd, it still just flicks some switch in my brain that's like, yeah, no, I like that.
1: Yeah. See, so me and Matt had uh, a joint conversation about this, which you can read on the website, which we argued over whether Destiny 2's story was rubbish or just you know what it was uh and fun uh so i think that's a fair guilt uh, that's a fair guilty pleasure if you yeah. derive
2: i mean I it reminds you... me a little of like ugh, so i've watched all of star trek enterprise and star trek discovery <laughs> and it's the same thing where it's like it's... you
1: see you see the tone in which you said that you watched those is the tone of a guilty pleasure <laughs> yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's exactly that.
0: I think the question for me with Destiny is how many people who are playing it, there are one or two, I believe, have that mentality of kind of, I know this is fundamentally just a time sink and I'm being exploited by numbers versus how many are like, kind of, no, this is a great game. This is is amazing game storytelling. I'm really achieving something and just on the horizon, I will become a titan of games. I don't know, you know, within my peer group most people are kind of like yeah i know what it is but i'm into it but i suspect there's a similarly large contingent of people who are like no this is this is games as their highest art. um for me i think um
1: i was gonna say eve online but i feel like that is mostly just a i like to go and try and not die Mm -hmm. i think that's my pleasure I like it's just getting a little bit of a rush from trying to get from one place to another without losing everything. That's gambling. It's not really a guilty pleasure. Um, oh, maybe it is. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, the other one that I had was um, Sail Away, which is the realistic sailing simulation game. Yeah. Um, and I realized that this was a guilty pleasure whenever I was talking to my friend and she was asking me, Oh, what have you done today? And I said, oh, I've just been playing a video game and I wanted it to just end, the conversation to just end there and us to talk about something else. But then she said, oh, what what is it about? And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I'm going to have to explain what a sailing sim is now. And um, I was and she doesn't play any games at all. So she didn't. I was like, oh, it's a game where you pretend to be a sailboat captain and you're just sailing across the sea and she was like what with a crew and i was like not really it's just you on a boat and she she was like what what's going on why why are you doing this why are you going from one place to another what's the story and i was like you just seal and she's like and you find that interesting and i kind of thought and went no it's really nice and boring
2: i mean it sounds it sounds like a nice meditative experience if that's what you're getting out of it
1: It's it's really nice. It's just kind of learning a little bit about what different ropes are called and then Going out on the sea and feeling the waves at different levels. There's just something nice and pleasant about it but um, I realized that I was definitely I definitely felt a little bit embarrassed about it Even though I
0: I loved every second that I did it. It doesn't sound embarrassing to me. It sounds you know infinitely more defensible to a passing audience than you know you're just you
1: you try explaining a sailing sim to your spanish teacher and you'll
0: you'll figure out how embarrassing it is but what if she had instead walked by and you were just repeatedly stabbing men in the face or shooting men in the face or i feel like she would have understood that more because that's what a lot of people are kind of um secretly uh, feeling inside (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's what a load of people are exposed to in mainstream media it's like anytime they see an advert for a game it is shooting stabbing killing and like running um or it's mario you know so they break it down into wholesome games for children or violent games for bigger children and you know whenever you explain a game as boring but i play it people are
0: confused i guess i had this with um I've told this story on the site before uh American Truck Simulator which is my go-to not really doing anything completely solitary game um don't know if it's guilty pleasure because I know it helps me I feel better when I play it so there's no guilt whatsoever but um I've got this little office space which is really just a rotting cupboard attached to a coffee shop in town that I share (laughs) with a couple of um people who work in the games industry but not on RPS um um One day I came in with my steering wheel uh, and I was like, I'm playing this. Uh, It was, I think, the land expansion thing for American Truck Simulator. And they were like, what are you doing? You know, I knew PC gamers were nerds, but this absolutely takes the the piss that you're just going to pretend to be a lorry driver with a big plastic steering wheel uh this is you guys and your ridiculous simulations and terrain and all that nonsense (laughs) and 20 minutes later we found a country music radio station day has turned to night and there's there's uh you know the twilight all around you there's trees by the side of the road there's giant trucks and amazing headlights passing you and they're all just watching transfixed
3: and we just start (laughs)
0: talking in the way you do on a long car journey in the middle of the night and suddenly the conversation changes from banter to to sort of soul searching and we're talking about lost loves and regrets and mistakes and i've known these people for 10 15 years but we we knew each other twice as well at the end of this one journey in american (laughs) truck (laughs) simulator as we did after endless nights in the pub because we just we were in the zone it was a video game about very very little apart from me turning left and right and putting my indicators on and breaking occasionally uh that's not even a guilty pleasure that's just a nice thing to have happened well it was in terms of i felt really defensive when i when i set it up even without the wheel kind of like maybe they're right and i'm just you know i'm just a 10 year old playing lorries and everything i thought this game did was just (laughs) in my imagination and i'm just doing nonsense and trying to justify it on some cod spiritual level but then seeing it happen to other people was no it was a proud pleasure and you know, whenever I tell them, oh, there's a new expansion out for a new, new state in an American Truck Simulator. Like, are you bringing the wheel? Turn the speakers up <laughs> loud. This is
1: going to be great. Someone get the beers. Uh, I I can't think of any more that I feel really actually guilty about. I just feel dirty at the end. Well,
0: let's do dirty pleasures then.
1: No, let's not. It's not
2: that kind of podcast. <laughs>
0: It's it's another thing I've written about on the site before, and I think it falls into this category. But it's the sort of seven out of ten action game that you know is, you know, it's not anything special, but it's just ticking all the boxes you want to tick, which is shooting some men, seeing some level transitions, seeing some cutscenes, and some nice environments, and you just enjoy yourself. There's Rogue Trooper remastered just came out, which kind of it's got some really weird art that actually makes it worse than the original, but it's still a lovely seven out of ten just shooting stuff experience and I get this on and off with Call of Duty campaigns and things like that I know kind of pretty much exactly how long they're going to last I know I'm not going to be surprised I know I'm going to be irritated occasionally but I'm going to run through this some stuff there's going to be some really showy environments which you can do nothing with other than hop over if you're lucky and then it will end and I'm kind of okay with that it's sort of how I want to spend a couple of evenings on a weekend and then it's done and I never think of it again but a has been scratched. But the the Call of Duty campaigns have always been like nice.
1: But the Titanfall ones, or you know, the latest Titanfall one, kind of made me feel like I don't I don't want to play another Call of Duty game. I just want to play
0: another Titanfall game. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. That's the <laughs> trouble. They become the guilty pleasures when you play them in any way adjacent to something that's actually properly good, and you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be wasting my time with this comfort food when this genuinely really good thing is over there, and maybe there's another one that I haven't heard of, but here's this familiar thing, and it's calling to me, and can I resist that? I'm going to play Assassin's Creed all week instead of uh, Magnum Opus or something amazing that's that's doing the rounds at the moment, because it feels... Yeah intellectually less tiring (laughs) I'm not going to tax myself in any way, I'm just going to do the obvious thing whereas sometimes I look at my list of Steam games and I'm like, "Uh, I've just had a whole day of work and then childcare and I don't know if I can do anything that involves any exertion imagined or otherwise
3: (laughs)
1: we'll talk about Magnum Opus which is the new Actronics puzzle game
2: Opus Magnum in it
1: Opus Magnum oh god
0: it's so <laughs> difficult every time i type it i have to i have to double check it's Opus Magnum see even its title is exhausting how can i be expected <laughs> to play a game when even getting its title right is that difficult um we'll be talking about it later all right soon
1: but uh, for now i thought it would be fun we normally have little we don't normally but sometimes we have little uh games and quizzes um to break up the monotony of talking to each other uh so this week i thought it would be fun to do a kind of pretend series of trials for guilty pleasures the theme is guilt so i want you to imagine the physical manifestation of a game that i say right so I might say, I don't know, like Call of Duty. And you just have to imagine what that game would be like as a person. But that person is also in the dock in a court of law and you're the jury. <laughs> I'm gonna read out the charge against it, and you two have to get say whether it's guilty or not. Okay. Does that does that make sense?
0: Where's the pleasure? Where's the pleasure? <laughs> There's no pleasure in this, <laughs> it's just guilt. <laughs>
1: It's just guilt. All right, you ready? Kinda. Let's
3: do, it.
0: Do, you, do you understand, though? I understand, but I don't know if I accept. Cool. you do accept. I accept you, that you I will, will do it, but I don't know. Are you I saying was. you're not going to do jury duty? No, I'm going to do it, but I don't accept the. Uh, the... <laughs> this is a natural thing to be doing. It's fine, I'm going to do it. Just I'm just kind of freaked out, that's all.
1: No, don't worry. Don't worry about it. You're just deciding on a on a video game's future based on a completely fantastical uh,
0: criminal charge. Is is there a death sentence here? I'm not going to kill N- Call of no. Duty made made incarnate. <laughs> there's no there's no sentencing. That happens
1: at a later date. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with player unknown's grinds. All right. He's in the dock or she's in the dock. I don't know. Whatever you imagine. For obstruction of justice, guilty or not guilty.
2: What? Are there any more specifics?
1: No, there's
0: no trial. I'm not telling
2: you, this, like, this is how the courtrooms work, Brandi. You don't <laughs> just
0: put someone there and say, react to their face. <laughs> this is, this, this is how my courtroom works, justice. Worked, okay. What justice have they obstructed? you got to give us a little more here. No, I can't.
1: There's just, it's obstruction of justice. What do you think Battlegrounds is that kind of a game? I, I want think... you to be really, really prejudiced.
2: I mean if we go for a survival of the fittest type angle on, on justice, then no, but also that's bad. So yes.
1: <laughs> I need a I need a verdict, guilty or not guilty, y'all.
0: I'm 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 just gonna say not guilty, I don't know. I sort of you know Battlegrounds, my physical imagination of that is that mate you only see on nights out, you'd never have a heart to heart with him you just get drunk and he's funny and then you forget about him till the next time you see him and it's impossible to imagine him doing anything actually evil because he's just a party guy so uh, yeah he's fine go forth and party plunk bat
2: he probably slaughters a lot of people though unless I'm imagining this wrong
0: no, he does like the space thing of the, the imaginary guns and the, the imaginary hand grenades. He doesn't actually hurt someone, he just plays violence.
2: Mm. I'm I'm still going guilty, my earlier logic. It's a
1: hung jury. Hung jury. <laughs> um Destiny two is in the dark now for wasting police time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I fair. believe there
0: there are a lot of police who uh who live out of their days imagining ultimate Judge Dredd-style justice as practiced through the, the medium of Destiny 2, so I believe their time has indeed been wasted playing Destiny 2. Guilty, then? Guilty. Mm-hmm. Overwatch for impersonating an officer. <laughs> uh, it's like a cosplay thing, right? It's it's guilty of maximum cosplay, but I don't know if that's a negative thing. What do you think, Matt?
2: Yeah, I I think it's a good thing. I think it's guilty of impersonation, but I think that's ultimately a positive thing for the the game's industry... the the, the guy's personality. I don't know.
0: I think its impersonation so, gives the police a better name than they would otherwise have. Therefore, I will allow it. Yeah. So, you're saying it's guilty, but you're recommending a lenient
1: sentence.
2: I think that's right.
0: Okay, that's fine. Assassin's Creed is up for littering. Uh, I suppose I do... Litter the streets with a lot of corpses, although I tried to leave them in tucked out of the way places. But yeah, the streets are pretty messy after I run through randomly stabbing people once, you know, 10 minutes into an Assassin's Creed game where I've given up all pretense that it's actually anything to do with stealth and just mur- murder and then disappear. So there's a lot of mess, pretty guilty there.
3: I just was
2: break. thinking about how if he were a person, <laughs> if Assassin's Creed was a person, he'd constantly be dropping collectibles and icons everywhere, and I think he's he's 100% guilty of that.
1: Alright. Firewatch for gerrymandering.
2: I, d- I don't know. I, don-
3: <laughs> I can't make that make sense in my head. No,
0: that's uh, innocent. is innocent. Yeah. too ignorant to understand the charges, therefore cannot be relied upon for this task. Grand Theft Auto 5. No dog license.
2: Are there dogs in Grand Theft Auto 5? Why do you need a license for a dog?
0: You just do. Oh. I'm gonna. I, I want it busted for not having enough dogs in it. I'm gonna bust it for for it not being a city full of dogs. All humans should be replaced with dogs in Grand Theft Auto Five. Sure, you can find a mod for that. I'm, I'm sure. sure. But that's what I demand of Rockstar. I'm I'm gonna arbitrarily have them arrested for not having a dog license unless they make their game all dogs. I don't you... pretend this is rational. It is merely my demand.
2: I'll I'll support that. Yep.
1: All right. I like how the jurors have just said we're throwing this case out. We want you to go back and arrest them for a different crime. <laughs> exactly. We are the okay. ultimate kangaroo court. All right. We're, this is the last one. Okay.
0: Oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> I've never. Adam doesn't usually get this stressed. I. Pip never got stressed about
0: about these fantastical mini games. I haven't done one before. I think I didn't understand the context. It's like, is, is this a serious thing? You know, how does this about uh, uh, historically speaking? <laughs> What crimes? is Anyway.
1: Okay, last one. Her story is in the dock for perjury.
0: So we're saying her story the game, not her story the character. Her story
1: the game. The physical manifestation of her story the game is in the courtroom now. <laughs> and you must pass judgement and say whether that it has committed perjury. Uh, See,
2: she's, she, she strikes me as quite original, so that doesn't suggest that. I'm going not guilty.
1: Um but it's not copyright theft like you know it's not like she's not it's perjury
0: she's lied to a court I I don't know why we're saying she's just imagining Exactly you are conflating the game with the character and therefore I rule the judge should be dismissed in this case <laughs> Seconded Pro- proven bias
1: Uh okay I guess that's that's it then
0: I'm stepping down I feel like we've 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 now ruined Brendy's guilty pleasure of pretending to be a judge in some Bizarro land game show, and we've we've just wrecked his whole fantasy. Now I feel very very guilty. I mean, you should. I was enjoying.
1: It. I had so many more, but I felt like, you know, you you just weren't getting behind it. I had gone home for driving under the influence. I had braid <laughs> for tampering with evidence. We had Dark Souls up there for desertion. Dota 2 for loitering, Half-Life 2 for employment fraud. The, the the back benches of this courtroom were full to the brim with definitely guilty video games.
0: And you just decided to dismiss me. If you'll forgive a bit of inside baseball, I'm genuinely curious here, have you sat down and really thought about which, which sentence each game is theoretically guilty of or have you just arbitrarily thought of some legal terms and pinned them to video I, games? What, what I did was I googled
1: crime <laughs> and then i and then i find a list of crimes and uh and then i just picked ones that i thought would be funny and i matched them with games that i thought would be funny but some of them some of them seem to make sense assassin's creed like you say matt does litter yeah yeah it is guilty of littering it just the map is full of rubbish um but yeah all right well that's done then don't worry we'll do a better one next time But let's talk about what we are actually playing. Let's talk about real video games in the real world. Um Matt, you've been playing Opus Magnum, the puzzle game from Zachtronics. Yeah. Uh I want you to explain to me and to anyone listening still listening after that. <laughs> what what Opus Magnum is.
2: So, it's a Zachtronics game. It's the first Zachtronics game I've gotten in I've, like I've actually managed to get into where it's sort of about building these engines that manipulate smaller bits to combine them in intricate ways to create bigger bits. And so you sort of like, the real draw of it is the, the puzzles don't really have a solution. They have like you know, an infinite number of solutions and you're sort of inventing the inventing it yourself.
1: There is a reason you're doing all this, though. There's like a little story, isn't there? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, there's a there's a story attached to it. So in Opus Magnum, you're a alchemist um, who is originally hired by this. He's like the house alchemist of some rich family. And you go about creating things for them and complaining about the things that you have to create for them
1: can you give us some examples of the things that a house alchemist is asked to make i'm i'm totally asking leading questions here cuz i already know
2: yeah uh so like a, a stain remover is one of them that's one of the glamorous things i've done um uh it does get it does get a bit more and you more um intense and you start making weapons for them at certain points but for the most part it's just mundane household objects that you create through the magic or sorry, the science of alchemy.
1: Um, I what I liked about it, because I've been playing tons of it. Um, I think it's great. But what I liked is one of the first puzzles you get is that they ask you to turn lead into gold. Yeah. And your your character is just like, Can you believe they asked me to do something so tedious as to turn lead into gold? I've and he feels genuinely belittled by the by this. And then later on, they just have him making like Viagra and stuff. It's really odd.
2: It's true, a stamina potion.
1: Yeah, it's called the stamina <laughs> potion, but it through what what your character and his friend talk about, there's no mistake to be made. Yeah. You're just making Viagra for the leader of the house. That that's funny. It's just funny that you that's what you're making after having made gold from land. <laughs> that's what they've put you to work on.
2: It's great. But I mean, we were saying earlier about games feeling like work and oh boy, at times it is a lot like that. When you when you open a puzzle and you see the stupidly complicated thing that somehow has to come out of whatever machine you manage to invent. Like I've gotten into this habit, which um, I'm sure really annoys everyone on my friends list that has the notification turned on for when someone launches a game. Because what happens is I'll load into a new level look at it for 10 seconds then be like nope just alt f4 out of it being like i do not want to tackle that now and then like a minute later i'll think oh but maybe i could actually do that and then i'll launch it again like play with it for a minute and then close it again and then go back to it like literally in like the course of 15 minutes i'll have opened and closed it four or five times so it (laughs) traps me
1: um I I would do that with others. Electronics games. Uh, his the earlier games, um, made by Electronics are, uh, Shenzhen, IO and TIS one hundred and stuff like that. Space Cam everyone the, uh, Space first one? Or, and not Infinite the first one, yeah. ba- Basically, the Electronics is just a prolific puzzle game maker, and everything they make. Is pretty good uh, but I think this one is a, is a really good point at which to jump in if you've never played them before or if you've looked at them and gone no way that's that's way too much you know that's too hard to even think about not hard to do but like too much of a, a strain um, yeah I I've def- because I've- the the older ones are definitely a strain but I find this one much much less so.
2: Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's still a strain for me, but I mean it's uh, it's more manageable certainly. Like I I played maybe an an hour or two of SpaceCam before just loping out of it permanently. And and um, the same with in Infinity Factory um which I think uh the thing with Infinity Factory is, unlike the other ones, you're physically moving around the space, which yeah. adds this whole extra layer of, like, not only trying to build it, build whatever machine you're making, but also just to parse it all at once is kind of impossible in that,
1: Yeah, um,
3: which I see, find this tricky is, enough. In this, is this is why game.
1: I think it's a good opener, okay, because you can see all the pieces moving. You're in the one place, you can see... You, you, you can do it bit by bit. You can do it like step by step you, in the same ways with the other games. But it's not a lot of it isn't stuck in your head. Like in Shenzhen, you write little bits of code and put them on computer chips and then watch the electronics do all the work. But a lot of that is happening inside your head. You're like you're trying to keep track of where things are going. Mm. But in this, you can actually see like big arms pick something up like they clamps and then it moves to the right. It's more mechanical. It's like a clockwork thing. Exactly. You can understand more easily
2: yeah the the other thing about it is it's like at least for the first three quarters of it i've just hit a point now where this doesn't apply but it's fairly easy to sort of brute force your way through the puzzles so like you what you want is to do it you want to build it as cheaply as possible um in a smaller space as possible so using as little of the tiles as you can and like I guess the, the thing people default to being the most important one is to make it as fast as possible but you can just make it such that it's very slow large and expensive and like just have your machine be a series of very simple steps and still yeah. finish the puzzle and so you can move on to the next one
1: yeah this is what i like is that there's no it, it never even the game never even says that to you it never says oh we want you to save money the only thing it has is a scoreboard with your friends on it, and a uh, was a histogram of all the players who are playing it and who who's got it cheapest and who's got it fastest and who's got it in the smallest space. But it never it, apart from that, it never says that this is a goal. Yeah. So you can just make big machines that manage to get the job done that are really inefficient and crap and ugly. But even when you do it the first time, it's you still feel proud of it. Mm. And it's only later when you go back and look at older puzzles that you kind of look at it and say, this is really horrible. Why did I do it this way?
3: Yeah,
2: I find I start off being really efficient and elegant and then it doesn't quite come together. And like the first half of my machine is, is incredible and then it just falls apart and is this really clunky mess that ultimately gets the job done.
1: Have you ever played... As actronics game Alec.
0: Um, I think some of the really early ones, I can't remember the names now. Um way, way back in the day. What was his first one?
1: Space game was quite early. Uh there was he did other flash ones. Like th- this game, Opus Magnum, is based on a flash one called the what is it? The Codex of Alchemical Engineering? Something That's, like that. that sounds anyway.
0: right. I think it's um, I'm I'm suffering with finding a an excuse to play this one because I heard you know these are hardcore. You know these are the the puzzle gamers, puzzle games, and you've got to really have that sort of brain. And I've I often doubt that I do. Although I had this with the Witness, I thought there's no way I will ever be able to play the Witness, and then I did. It was fine. You're just gonna go into it. But I've kind yeah, of yeah. I don't. I don't think you need like a puzzle
1: gamer's brain to do this one. I think you just need to like
0: games. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. you I need just to... need to like playing with them. I need to break my prejudices here and be like, you know, whatever you've heard about the other ones being super intense, this one is is a bit more accessible. Yeah, that's what I mean is that I wouldn't
1: recommend Shenzhen IO to to people who I didn't already know were, or who I didn't already think were uh, fond of like programming games and, you know, writing little bits of code and stuff like that. Like it's a very, it's a pretty dense kind of thing but i would i would recommend opus magnum just kind
0: of universally to people who like video games yeah this is such a time starved parent question but kind of how long does it take to kind of get it like if i spent an hour with it would i at least have a working sense of it and whether i'd like to continue or do you have to yeah really yeah give I yourself mean, over to it for a while yeah
1: it might it might try the thing is i've spent probably 14 hours on it already but a lot of that is just me toying with older puzzles trying to get them to work better you don't you absolutely don't really need to do that the first i think the, for the first hour you're just learning in a tutorial and it's well delivered and like it works all right you get it pretty quickly uh and the first real puzzle is just something you toy with for maybe like an hour or something okay but you don't even need to toy with it and for an hour you you get it within i don't know how long did it take you to get the first puzzle matt
2: mm, maybe i think it, it did take me quite a while because i wanted to make sure i fully knew how everything worked but like maybe i didn't spend ages on it actually once i'd finished it which was maybe 20 minutes on the first one i moved straight on
0: look at you boys comparing sizes well i'm gonna finish it in nine minutes (laughs) no but that's the thing like you you absolutely could finish it within nine minutes i think like if you went in
1: you learned the rules and you didn't like mock about it you could do it you could just go in with the mindset or right, I need to get this molecule, I need to get this salt molecule to this water molecule and then put them in this hole because I need to make a, a, a you know a hangover cure for my boss. <laughs> and, like that's literally one of the missions you have <laughs> yeah. to make a hangover cure for someone um, And uh, yeah I think you can do a whole lot of them within 15, 20 minutes of thinking the later ones i imagine i haven't gotten to yet but i imagine they're going to really like test your metal but i still think if you go into it you get you'll get into it if that makes sense
0: yeah it sounds great but the trouble is i've got destiny on my pc and assassin's creed coming in there's a new call of duty soon, and all these you know really worthy intelligent games i've i've got to play to <laughs> keep up my uh, my critical cred and just making time for some trash like this I, I don't know if i can justify it, it sounds like too much You're of a guilty pleasure going to me.
1: play all your guilty pleasure aren't you
2: it's a good game for playing in short bursts I'd say, i mean that's the only way i can play it before my brain gets too tired even though it is more forgiving than the old ones
1: that's weird i play it for like hours on end <laughs> <laughs> i just but i think that's more just uh i'm like faffing with the same puzzle for ours trying to beat my friend dan's score
2: i've also been trying and failing to do that he he writes software it's not fair
1: yeah yeah that's it's really not fair he gets things down to like 20 cycles which is like the quickest you can manage to get anything it's sickening he sent me a gif once of something he did and i've blocked it out of my memory (laughs) (laughs) because it was so sickeningly efficient i
2: was gonna mention that's the other nice thing about it which is that you can there's a button to just gif your scores and then put them on Twitter or whatever. Which it's, not,
1: it's not see. even your score. It's like your so, finished machine. Yeah, that's what I meant. And, it, and then you just see how everything works. I've seen so many people posting their finished machines and I've gone, I just, I felt like I've learned from them. Mm. What I really mean is I felt like I'm stealing from them now. <laughs> um, is that someone, like people make these weird methods of doing things. Like someone figured out that you can make, you can put little tracks down and have little arms move along the tracks. And somebody figured out if you put three of these tracks down in a row and then have the arms pick up three things at once, one after the other really quickly, you can make like a machine that does does whatever you're looking to do three times as fast.
2: That was Tom Francis, I believe. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I saw the same I mean, one and you see it and it's just like he's so like you drag the resources off of their tiles and he's got it such that it the the second a new one is available to pick up it's gone so it's like maximizing efficiency. it's
1: so horrible i spent i spent probably about two hours last night trying to figure out how to do it
2: (laughs) (laughs) see i've done i've i've also been like saying oh that three arm trick looks really cool so i start a lot of puzzles by thinking okay this will be the one where i work out how to do that and then just abandon it after I can't get it to work.
3: You know, I'll um, just make an ugly machine yeah. instead.
2: I have had found a couple of times where I thought I've made something horrible and really inefficient and then I've got to the final screen and it's somehow somehow, even though it, it seems horrible, faster than what other people have done. It's always much more expensive. That's the thing i found, because I always have the most expensive machines. <laughs>
1: But let's talk about what our readers have said for their guilty pleasures. Because we asked people what games do you, fe- do you play that you feel a little bit ashamed of. What are your guilty pleasures? So let's see what they think. And I'll ask you guys what you think of what they think. And there'll be just a whole load of thinking going on. Someone says uh,
0: any clicker games. Collective Zine says clicker games in general. Yeah, I still yeah. got Realm Grinder on my PC, which I lost a lot of this this year. To had some strange, strange times this year, and that's the one I kept going back to. Where it's it's a clicker game, but it's got a skin on it as if it's a fantasy kingdom builder. It, it isn't. You can't build anything. You can click a button, and once in a while, the map changes ever so slightly. But it's it's just the numbers, and uh, I manage I managed to escape that, thank God. But it took a lot of weeks of my life. But it's still there. And every day I face the temptation of loading it up just to see how much money was made during all the off time. Uh,
2: I think I read a Steam review of that talk- where someone was talking about the actual how it's different from other clicker games where you actually make interesting decisions that change how fast numbers go up, but it, it did kind of yeah. read like he was justifying.
3: <laughs> and that's that's kind of
0: how it got me because it's got this thing where you can unlock more more races and factions. And sort of hardwired into me as a gamer from decades of playing this stuff is that that really means something to have a new faction. So I think if I get this new thing, I'm going to have a whole new set of abilities. And you don't. It's kind of there's essentially there's a choice between getting your money by clicking really really fast or or earning more while you're idle or a sort of hybrid approach in between. But but fundamentally, it's the same thing. There's there's no pot of gold at the end.
1: Uh, Dante twenty fourteen. Uh, says, don't be ashamed. Own it. Don't have guilty pleasures. Admit your love for something. Cling on to it with your dear life. You go. Then he says, "Nintendo badge arcade as well." Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, but I think I think the sentiment behind that is 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 fair. This is just a stupid question we like to ask because we like to give our podcast themes. It's grand. Um, Cheesemongerer says, "Endless football manager." The one week we don't have Adam on the podcast. I know, but he will be playing a lot of Football Manager very soon. Gamer 93 says, manhunt and hotline Miami. Hotline oh, Miami is not a
0: guilty pleasure, that is simply a pleasure. But is manhunt a guilty pleasure? I'd say it, it feels so. like it would be. I'd say it's guilty and not much of a pleasure, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Pilger.
1: Pilgore says, why is there, an? because Im- I tweeted this with an image of Assassin's Creed, why is there an image of ASC Brotherhood here? Why should I be ashamed of what I play? This is a bad
0: tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that he's been playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and specifically Assassin's Creed Brotherhood for the 10 years oh, no, since it, release. It,
1: it, is, it is a picture of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood that I used. So, um, And I think that is a completely fair
0: criticism. You shouldn't be ashamed of what you play. No, Not really. That was one of the better ones as well. That was the. That was a good one. Yeah, I enjoyed that, was, that one. That was the best one until um till the pirates one, I think. Um, but yes, so I I think you you
1: know you're right, you're correct. But you're also wrong. That's that's me told. I won't tweet that again. Let's see what Facebook people have said. They sometimes say things. Dan Kimberly says Skyrim. I have over 600 R's in it, and all I've done is mod it and restart with different characters every
0: time, and I've never completed it. I'm I think um, really Bethesda that. games are the ones we've really overlooked here. They totally fit that box of kind of scavenging and crafting and just wandering around to kill some more stuff over the next hill. And you know, you know, past a certain point, once you've done the main main campaign, you're not really achieving anything except making numbers go up. But it it always feels compelling, almost despite itself.
1: Yeah, I think it is also that game that a lot of people will, you know, will talk about. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm like setting aside a day for when Skyrim comes out or the next Fallout comes out, and I'm just gonna play it all day, and they just feel, you know, good about that. Not really that guilty, but you know, like guilty in a I'm not, I'm not going to work tomorrow. Skyrim's out, kind of way.
2: I was also thinking specifically. With, the person's, with what the person said where I will also do that where I'll spend like an hour or two hours installing lots of mods getting really excited for what it's going to be like play it for maybe 20 minutes and then just leave it <laughs>
0: It's like packing for a holiday spending all night doing that getting to the airport and then just deciding nah, I can't be bothered with this just go home again <laughs> <laughs> um, Grane Ersun I don't know if I'm
1: pronouncing your name right sorry says The Division and Wildlands, grindy, silly trick schemes that never deliver on their potential, which I always know in advance, and still pay them money to make. Shame. <laughs> um, he's saying shame, not me. I don't know.
0: Right, yeah. You need to get out of the habit of judging people after this Assassin's Creed scandal <laughs> called Um. But yes, I again, I can see
1: why that is, that Wildlands and The Division both have a... Especially the division have like a destiny type feel, don't they? Um, yeah. Where it's
0: it just feels nice to shoot things. They're a bit, I've never actually played um the division, but it's a bit more involved, like the teamwork. You, teamwork stuff is a bit more class I, based I, rather than I, just I don't
1: know if games. it is more involved. I've played a lot. I think right. it is more involved. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there is definite teamwork and stuff, like you say. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get a couple more, Isabella. Pamula says, "I spent way too many hours playing those strange CSI adventure games."
2: I don't know what those are.
1: I don't know either. That's why I read it because I wanted you two to tell me.
2: I
0: think John's played some of these. We should, um, we should get him on to talk about detective games sometimes. But I think he may have played them in a sort of ranting about them in PC Gamer magazine, circa two thousand and six, kind of capacity. <laughs> Corin Heather says really badly written yuri visual novels. No, that's that's an fair. interesting one. I think that's fair. So is he specifically seeking out the bad ones for some reason or more he's just in love with the genre and then they just turn out to be rotten. Maybe just admitting that they're badly written but that you like it anyway
1: in the yeah. same way that people would like say about, you know, dumb action movies. JP Meyer says ADRs in Digimon, Cyber Sleuth. And I didn't finish this. <laughs> this is the best thing is that he says, and I didn't finish the story yet, and there's a massive smiley face next to it. <laughs> like,
3: no,
0: there's barely any guilt there. It's fine. Good on them. They're really pleased. They've got their thing. They've got their niche. They're very comfortable with it, and they know it's going to keep serving them for a long time to come. I envy that yep. person. I would like to have that.
1: Yaron Langer says, Euro sim, just like you, Alec. Uh, there are a lot more, I think, if you check us on Rock Paper Shot on Facebook, you can see what other people have said, or you can say your own, and you can talk to them and say things to them. That's what the internet is for. Um, we are on Twitter, the same thing, Rock Paper Shot. Um, I'm doing this and saying these things because I'm rounding up and getting ready to go. Can you tell?
0: Mm-hmm. Seamless, seamless transition.
1: Absolutely seamless but uh thank you for listening i've been with alec Meer. you're on twitter as well aren't you alec? uh
0: occasionally yeah i am bonds rat on the twitters and matt what are you
2: i'm at Coxix, which is c-o-c-c-y-x-x
0: easy i didn't spell mine you're gonna get more followers now what have i done <laughs> uh
1: you can find us on youtube as well at Rock Paper Shot. if you want to email us any theme suggestions or just questions to ask us, podcast at rockpapershotgun.com. And we will see you next time. We won't see you. This is audio. You won't even see us, but we'll be there next time. I can
0: see them. I can see them all.
1: Okay, we'll say bye for now. Bye. Bye.
3: Bye. Bye. to ask for an itunes review but i don't care